Welcome to Water from the Well, a work of the Church of Christ in Santa Clara. Today, once again, I'm interviewing Mike Wilson, author of Inspiration to Ink, the big picture of how we got the Bible, which should be published in June. As well as an author, Mike is also a preacher with the Church of Christ at Santa Clara and an elder serving there uh, along my side, I will say. Now, Mike, I'm going to ask you, out of those three hats that you wear, which one is the most difficult? For me, probably being an elder. <laughs> <laughs> Dealing with people and trying to, to do the best we can for those, those people, individual members, uh, sometimes is, is heart-wrenching. It can be extremely rewarding. But I think I'd, I'd rather be a preacher than an elder right. any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can uh, agree with you on that. Uh, it is a challenging job, but it, it is rewarding. But uh, I'm not going to talk to you about being an elder today. I'm not going to talk to you about being a preacher today. I'm going to talk to you about being an author. And we're going to talk about the book. Um, in putting together a book of this nature, did you do any advanced testing of the material? Well, yes, I did. I, I, for a lot of the things that I've written, I've tested it out in the classroom first, and uh, this is no exception. Um, putting together the material, I, I wanted to, to, to develop something that was step-by-step step without all the technical insider language that, that uh, seems to be pervasive in this topic. You know, how we got the Bible down through the ages is a, is a, is a big gulp to swallow. But the way I approached it is as links in a chain, where you've got the integrity of the process in each link. And so I taught it in a 13-week Bible class here with the local church. I taught it down in a lectureship in Southern California with a church down there who requested the material. And I also helped to organize a Tahoe Bible conference and taught some things uh, concerning this there. And uh, the expectations uh, were high, but I think the, uh, uh, the response was just euphoric in all three places. That's good to hear. The, the sad part about it is that I missed all of those opportunities. <laughs> uh, I know that you taught the class uh, recently, and um, I was teaching myself, so I couldn't sit in on it. But I'm looking forward to with, with all that we're going to be doing around this subject this year, including an event later on, uh, at the uh, Church of Christ of Santa Clara. I'm looking forward to, to hearing some of this information. Uh, I've got a copy of your book now, which I'm going to read, and uh, I'm looking forward to all of that. And you, now you, you mentioned the response, that you've gotten a pretty good response from people so far. And I myself have heard some good things from people that sat in on the class. But uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the response that you've gotten uh, while teaching this? Well, the thing is, th this is material that often is, is couched in, in, in very technical literature. And what I'm trying to do is, is give average Christians some meat that they can sink their teeth into. People want to know about the Apocrypha. They want to know about the Dead Sea Scrolls. They want to know about exactly what scribes did down through the ages when they copied these manuscripts. They want to know how the, the actual biblical text was put together, how the books were formed, how the canon was formed, why, why we have certain books in the canon and other books not in the canon. And so um, in, in all uh, the, the test, uh, uh, testing grounds, it, people were highly motivated. 
in fact, I think that, that when the material was presented, they were electrified and the response was overwhelming. Um, we had, uh, uh, for example, when I, I presented material in, in one of those venues, there, there was a, uh, a gothic looking tattooed girl <laughs> on the on the front row I thought you know well she's just you know coming here out of out of family or, or some other uh, reason not really motivated and yet she was the one that came up to me afterwards and said you know what I can't get enough of this stuff I am so excited about the history the background this is great can't wait to get the book yeah. and uh, I've had that kind of response from just a a lot of people and to so, everybody yeah. yeah I mean you know you're 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 resonating with people you're striking a chord when you get that kind of thing and I think I think that there's so many Christians these days that are bashed all the time um, how in the world can you people believe this outdated Bible right and so they're they're looking for ways to respond intelligently and, and to articulate something that, that unbelievers can can really think about. Mm -hmm. And so in, in putting this material together, I think it's had that kind of response, at least among believers. Right, right. You know, and uh, one of the things that, that, it's interesting that you mentioned that young lady, because uh, one of the things that inspires me is when you come to a congregation like Santa Clara, and, and you see the, the different races, you see the, uh, the with the different backgrounds and uh, you know, culture differences. We've got people from all over the world, all over every the world. major continent. Yeah, and yet we all come together, uh, drawn together by God's word. And so to have a study of where it came from, how it was put together, how it was passed down over the years, it, it's amazing stuff, and it appeals to everybody. Yeah, our, our congregation looks like the United Nations. It does. We've got probably <laughs> ten different languages. Yes. And yet, you know, people are the same. Yes. There are cultural differences, language differences, but this kind of material, when you really get into the Bible, mm -hmm. it resonates with everybody. And, right. and you, it, it, the fascinating thing is, is the, the commonality that we share and, and the, the mm -hmm. unity that this brings us. Right, yeah. Mike, please tell me more about the effect that this book has had on people who've been exposed to the information. Okay, um, what I've told you so far doesn't even include the two most amazing things that okay. happened when we <laughs> test drove this material. Uh, for example, in the lectureship in Southern California, um, I, I'd given this church all kinds of different topics and they chose how we got the Bible. I thought, well, that, you know, some of it is more detailed, a couple of technical things, even though I'm, I'm boiling it down to the common person. But, uh, okay, I'll go with that topic. And, and then at the, the end of the, the sessions, uh, I think it was a four-day meeting, at the last session, this young lady that had, had grown, this is about two hours east of Los Angeles, and uh, she was living in Los Angeles, having grown up there, and uh, had come back. Some friends had invited her to this, and, and uh, she's sitting on the edge of her seat, and she decides to become a Christian. Amen. And she said, uh, after she was baptized the last evening, this material is what put me over the hump. I want to thank you. And uh, I just... I couldn't believe it that uh, it wasn't e the whole lectureship wasn't designed to get a person to become a Christian, and right. yet it resonated so much with her that it really put her over the the hump. That's and, that's amazing. I mean, because you're right. You wouldn't you'd expect if you were teaching about baptism or 
you know, conversion, that type of thing, that you would get that type of response. But you look at this type of material and, you know, how does this inspire someone to respond to the gospel? But I think it's because it makes the word real. And, and uh, you know, you, you understand how it was developed and how, and really God's plan around how he uses his word to inspire people. Yeah. But the, I have an even more amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> Here in uh, Santa Clara, uh, it happened a couple of years ago, uh, late one October. We had put a church sign on the outside. It kind of dovetailed with Halloween season. Adam and Eve wore a costume when they sinned. <laughs> it's kind of a lighthearted message. <laughs> and uh, this, uh, I'm, I'm going to say ex-Muslim uh, from Iran, was walking his dog in the, in the neighborhood. And... Uh, he saw the message. He said, oh, I got to go visit that church. <laughs> so one thing led to another. We started emailing and, and got him into a, a Bible class. And he said, you know, I, I have this burning desire to learn more about Jesus. And so I routed him into this, this testing ground class on, on how we got the Bible. And, and he was a technical guy, and, you know, as so many people are in the, the Silicon Valley and engineer type. And when we would go through material about, about Jesus, he loved the teaching of Jesus, but he couldn't really quite get over the miracles and, and come to terms with those. But we, he kind of did this how we got the Bible class, and he learned about the, the whole process of how the Bible was put together. He learned about the sacrifices of, of many who paid for it with their lives down through the ages and, and became martyrs. He was impressed with the sacrifices, with the love invested at every turn and every link of the chain. And so step by step, his, his faith began to grow. I can remember one night that uh, um, we were in Luke 13 and, and, and talking about uh, how Jesus says that, that we need to enter in by the narrow gate uh, because, you know, not everybody's going to be saved. And he said, you know, it, it's obvious to me that all people are, are sinners, but how can we get rid of the sin? Right. And, you know, that's like throwing a preacher a softball. It <laughs> <laughs> sure is. And so uh, as his faith continued to develop and grow, eventually he downloaded the Bible on, onto all his apps, onto his phone, and all his, you know, all his devices. He said, I can't get enough of this book. And... Uh, and then he finally decided that he wanted to, to become a Christian but didn't know how to go about it. And I had to explain to him really simple concepts, you know, what repentance is, what, what baptism is for. And, uh, you know, he, he knew not to take it lightly that this was the most important thing that he would ever do. But he did have one request right when he was on the, on the edge of, of, of coming through. He said, you know, I, I want to become a Christian and I, I, I want to do this. But you have to promise me one thing. You have to promise me that we're not going to stop studying the Bible together. Yeah, good. Because I have so much more to learn about it. I want to mm -hmm. learn everything about it. And uh, when you know, when he finally made his decision, um, he said, I, "I don't know how long I will live in this world, so I want to do it now." Mm -hmm. And then after he was uh, baptized into Christ, he said, "I'm so happy. I can't get the smile." off my face. And, and I want to tell you something. He's now taken pictures of old relics and antique books right. that have gone into this book, Inspiration to Ink, 
and he does video shots. He says, we've got to get this out to the whole world. <laughs> we've got to, and he said, I can't do much, but I can take pictures and I can do video. And so now he's helping spread the word that way. That's great. That's a great story. You know, um, just thinking about this material, I don't think a lot of people would think that, you know, you can win souls <laughs> by spreading this information. But it just shows how powerful God's word is. You don't have to teach the steps that people typically teach in order to get someone to be led to the Lord. Uh, this material is powerful information, and it makes the Bible real. And uh, I believe that's why I, those two stories that you told were perfect examples of people that were reached through this material. So I'm hoping uh, that uh, our listeners will, will come, you know, maybe come to the classes, come and join us as we uh, do the How We Got the Bible classes, or um, at least plan for the event. And uh, this event, uh, we don't have a firm date yet, but we're looking at the uh, first weekend in October. So uh, we will announce through this show uh, what the uh, firm date is when we get it. But uh, we hope that you'll plan to, to join us and, and learn some of this. Absolutely. The Bible is the book of books. It's the greatest book ever written, and people need to learn what's in it. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us, Mike. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more about us, check us out at truthseekers.org. There you'll find our links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.